Coming up on today's Locked On Golden Gophers, man, when Ben Johnson gets going, he does not stop. More and more transfers keep on pouring in, which means we've got more and more to talk about here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Today we'll break down Joey Kern, a transfer out of Johns Hopkins, who will be on the court for Minnesota basketball next year, and we'll also break down all the other news, of course, from around Minnesota sports. It's coming up right here, right now, on Locked On Golden Gophers. Welcome into the program. Happy Thursday to you. Our show today is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Coming up on today's show, more transfers keep coming in for Minnesota basketball. We're going to spread out our discussion of the new guys over a couple of days. Today, talking about Joey Kern. Kern, a Johns Hopkins transfer, a guard added into the rotation for Ben Johnson, who adds that three-point shooting threat that Johnson has been stocking up on over the course of the last week. We'll talk about what Kern brings out on the court and how he helps this team start to get its identity together in just a minute. First, though, of course, we'll get you all the news that's going on around Minnesota sports right now. And it was a big day yesterday for Minnesota athletics. Let's dive right in. Unfortunately, in a heartbreaker, in a tiebreak for the second straight day, this time seemed Troost and Vlad, Zol- Vlad Lobak came out on the wrong side of that doubles matchup uh, against Pepperdine. It ends up being an end in the Elite Eight, if you call it of the NCAA tournament, but that does get them all American honors. So good job by the two of them. And of course, a good job by all of the Gophers all season in what is the last season for varsity men's tennis in University of Minnesota sports. Men's tennis, one of the programs that was cut as a result of COVID-19 cuts last year. And it ends up being the last day of Minnesota Gopher men's tennis. Because again, those two fall in a tough way to end a season, but a great season for them to have. And of course, whenever it was going to end, it was going to be a bit bittersweet. In other news, the Minnesota track and field teams were out on, well, the track or the field competing in their events in the NCAA West Preliminary Round. And as of recording here, as we get this part of our show in in the, uh, I guess, night before if you're listening on Thursday. It's Wednesday night right now. As of right now, a couple of qualifiers already into the NCAA championships for the Gopher track and field team. Costa Saltos in the hammer throw and Kyle Atkinson in shot put. Gophers getting a couple of throwers out into the NCAA championships final rounds later on. And again, that's just at the time of recording right now. So there may be more even by the time you're listening to this. In other news, 15 Gophers are heading to the 2021 UWW 23 National Championships on the mats in wrestling. I won't list them all. I will if I don't have anything to talk about, like what we were doing at the end of yesterday's show, for example, with the track guys. But uh, again, congratulations to all of them. All sorts of Gophers getting all sorts of representation here as the spring season comes to an end and all sorts of summer seasons start up for all kinds of sports. And finally, it was not just Joey Kern committing for Minnesota basketball yesterday out of the transfer portal. Jackson Purcell joined the Gophers as well. It's another guard. We'll talk about him more on tomorrow's show, but after we come back, more on Joey Kern. Also, apologies to Hadim 
C. I, I was butchering his name all episode yesterday. Again, C, not Psy, as I was saying on the show. We don't know his decision as of the time that we're recording again here on Wednesday night. He was supposed to make that decision at some point Wednesday. Well, of course, on our Twitter, at Gophers, keep you updated if anything does end up coming through later on tonight from him. Again, a big transfer, both big in literal size and what he would be able to do for the Gophers. Hadim C. still waiting on his decision as he tries to pick between the Gophers, Clemson, East Carolina, and Wake Forest after playing originally with Ole Miss. Once again, we're going to talk more about Joey Kern in just a moment. The only thing on the Gopher Sports schedule for today is more track and field prelims. And of course, more finalists are made and we'll let you know about it on our Twitter again, at LO Golden Gophers. Before we get into the kind of piece that Joey Kern is and how he fits into the rotation of the Gopher offense, maybe your car needs that certain piece or upgrade to make sure that it's good for the rest of the summer when you have those long drives. And also, in the winter months, of course, up here in Minnesota, it can be tough. So head on over to rockauto.com whenever you think you might even want something done with your car. They can find the right part for you, make sure that it's delivered right to your doorstep, and make sure you're getting the best price, too. They don't go through the middleman of trying to get things to a part shop or a dealership, so you don't have to worry about that extra added fee. So head on over to rockauto.com. Make it easy and convenient for you to make all of your repairs or upgrades to your car. And of course, if you do end up using their service, use the promo code Locked On, Locked On, to let them know that we sent you. We'll be right back talking more about Joey Kern in just a second. One of the newest transfers for Minnesota basketball and Ben Johnson. That's coming up right after this here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Welcome back into Locked On Golden Gophers. Nate Dickinson with you here. We're going to talk Joey Kern, a sharpshooter out of Johns Hopkins, comes into Minnesota and going to try to be a guy who can fit into this rotation, which is now pretty guard heavy, actually, as Ben Johnson continues to bring in transfers. It was real hot for the transfers for Minnesota at the start of this offseason. Ben Johnson slowed down for a little bit, but now he's sped back up again and getting a few more transfers, so many that we don't have time to talk about all of the new guys today, and we'll break it down more tomorrow as well. But right now, we're breaking down Joey Kern. Once again, a sharp shooter out of Johns Hopkins, and when I say sharpshooter, he's good and has been good. A 40% career shooter at Johns Hopkins, and this is not over a small sample size either. He was a three-year starter with that team. Always averaged only around nine points per game. He he wasn't shooting a whole lot, and when he did shoot, it was pretty much from behind the arc. About three-quarters of his shots were threes. This is what he does. He's only standing at, I believe it was 6'1". When I look at the profile, don't have it up right now. I'm just looking at my notes. But he's not a tall guy. Not someone who's really even trying to be more than, I think, a three-point shooter at the college level, really. I mean, he has skills to do other things. You can see it when you look at the little tape I was able to find on the guy. But it's not like it's something where he's going to ever try to force himself to become more than that kind of three-point shooter that is why he's 
doing this at this level and honestly why he's getting this chance at Minnesota too. Ben Johnson is bringing in guys who can kind of fill in the cracks and three-point shooting is one of those cracks that needed filling. Joey Kern helps address that and I don't think he's going to be asked for much more and he doesn't need to be asked for much more because being able to shoot the three well consistently at the college level is more than enough for him to worry about and there's plenty of other skills that everybody else on the roster can focus on as far as making this a more well-rounded offense. I'm not saying that Kern is going to be someone who just sits in the corner or on the wing and waits to catch and shoot. He has the skill set outside of that, but if that ends up being what he is for stretches of time, it's not something that should be surprising to you because it's just how he fits in with the rest of this team right now, at least the way I see it. Again, we have to put the disclaimer on everything, but these guys have never played together before. We don't know who's going to go where in this offense, so it's all put with that kind of grain of salt of assumption behind everything, but with Joey Kern, I don't expect him to have to do much more than shoot the three, despite or even with whatever else he can do. I just don't think that Ben Johnson's going to ask him to do anything more than be that 40% career shooter that he was at Johns Hopkins, only doing it at the Big Ten level. And of course, if, if he can add other aspects to the game, become a good defender out on the perimeter, maybe work in some on-ball work more too. I don't Again, possibilities are endless with these guys, but when you're talking about what it is that Joey Kern does, that's why he's being able to get a Big Ten shot right now, it's shoot the three-pointer. That's what he's able to do and what he'll be asked to do with Minnesota, no doubt. And with a guy like Joey Kern, and then you talk about Purcell too, Jacob Purcell, who adds his name into the roster for Minnesota as well over the last day. With these guys, as well as the last few that the Gophers have been able to bring in, the team is now just kind of starting to come together and get its identity. We've talked a lot about just how we don't know what this team's going to be yet, and we still don't, obviously. The team hasn't, again, played together for a minute yet. But, at least with what's getting to be a full roster now, we're going to start to be able to have the conversations about at least what we think this team's going to look like. And we'll bring in people who know what they're talking about more than even I know what I'm talking about with the basketball stuff. I like to think that's at least the sport I know something on. But when we talk to these other guys, we'll now be able to have the conversations about more than just, all right, this guy came in, we'll see what it means with everybody else there. We'll start to have more of these conversations about just who these players are and how they fit in together with everybody else instead of just their standalone abilities that we've kind of gone over before. I may even do an episode where we kind of take a segment to break down again, even though we've done it in a short way whenever someone's committed before, but really get in and dive in on just how all these players play together. Because while the later guys who have been brought in, we've been able to kind of talk about it a bit, some of those first few who were added on to the roster out of the transfer portal, if you remember, I was saying, hey, yeah, I'll tell you about what this guy's done so far, but like, there's nobody for him to play with yet. I can't tell you what it means for him to be in a gopher uniform next year. So maybe we'll do that at some point. Just go over everything that everyone will be able to do, maybe in more of a together and on the court together kind of context. But that's for another day. Again, Joey Kern is someone who's going to be able to shoot the ball. And that's really all he's going to be asked to do. He can do other things. He can take a dribble and get by a guy or 
keep someone honest as far as not getting up too close to him at the three-point arc. He can drive by somebody and get a mid-range jumper off too, or, or even get to the lane if the lane is there. But as far as what he's going to be asked to do, there's plenty of other players on this Gopher roster who are plenty good at getting to the rim. Being those guys that those players kick out to, that's what Minnesota was really lacking, and that's what Joey Kern is. There's a whole lot of guys who came in early who are going to be able to drive in, and I always kind of had in the back of my head, well, when the defense is there on that drive, who's going to be the player to kick out to? Minnesota has added two different guys, and maybe even a third, as we'll talk about Purcell tomorrow, as who those players will be. Because before, it was just a driver kicking out to another guy who's going to drive. Now you're starting to get some of those guys who are going to be able to put up the shots that are going to keep defenses honest and hopefully spread them out enough to get the Gophers some good looks. But that's just more basketball talk than I want to get into right now. So after our break, we'll talk more about other news in Gopher sports. Again, end of the men's tennis program. And also over at Bet Online, they've got some new lines out for the Gopher win total this season. A lot different than some we've seen before. We'll talk about that in just a minute and talk about really what it means about what everybody else is seeing in the Gophers this season. The people outside of this little bubble here in Minneapolis or really just on campus or on Gophers Twitter, if that's where you are. But we'll talk more about that bet online line in just a minute. And bet online is, of course, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. It's, of course, the middle of baseball season, so you've got games to bet on every day. It's the middle of the NBA and NHL playoffs, so you seriously got things to bet on every day. And if you don't want to miss out, you can head on over to betonline.ag and get some free money to play with right now by using our promo code LOCKED ON. It's again the promo code locked on, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So, whatever you put in there, up to a grand, they'll match it up to 50%, just free money for you to play with and, of course, win more money with over at Bet Online. We give you all the info you need here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Now, take it over to Bet Online and use it to make yourself some money. I'll be right back in just a minute here with Locked On Nate Dickinson. All right, only got a couple of minutes here with you as we wrap up the program today, but we're going to spend it talking about, well, betonline.ag, something you've heard about already, I'm sure, before, but we're talking actual gopher stuff. Is They've released another line for a Minnesota football win total this fall that kind of caught my eye as a bit of a bold prediction, at least relative to what I've seen from some of the other things that we've seen out of some of these so-and-so called experts. It was last week, I think, at some point, that Big Ten Ben Stevens, who we talk about on the show as well, released what I think had been original totals from Bet Online. I'm sure if it was a locked-on graphic, just listing all of the win totals for different teams. And Minnesota listed at five and a half wins. And I'll have to make sure and confirm where exactly the source was. But five and a half wins seemed like a decent kind of line to put Minnesota at. Because while the Gophers were definitely a big, big step down last year from what we saw in 2019. Five and a half wins puts this team right at 500, better than what it would have been in 2020 if Minnesota had played a full season. 
and gets them going into next year at a point where I think Gopher fans could comfortably bet that over, knowing what this team had gone through in the last year and the experience that the Gophers had coming back. I think when you looked at five and a half, you were able to say, yeah, I'm pretty comfortable betting the over there. But then Bet Online comes out, and just today, we got the email earlier here today, again Wednesday when we're recording, so I guess yesterday if you're listening here on Thursday. But we got the email with updated lines, and Minnesota listed with seven wins at the over-under. That's a lot of change over what was a couple of weeks for Minnesota football. A game and a half, which to me says either you Minnesota fans saw that five and a half and jumped on it, knowing that this team, or at least believing that this team is going to be better next season, and with the non-conference schedule, could easily get above five and a half wins. But then there could also just be the idea that these Vegas people may have gotten things a little bit wrong off the start with Minnesota, assumed things that weren't necessarily true, because once these lines first come out, of course, everyone's looking to see how the people react to them. Because as good as Vegas is, and Vegas is really, really good, even they don't know. The same kind of things that you and I know about, the in-depth parts of these teams. And when a Gopher fan sees five and a half, I'm thinking that's an easy over to be able to put money on and be confident about it going into the season. Seven wins, I'm not sure. Seven wins feels like the right line for a confident Gophers fan who thinks at least that this team in 2021 is going to be able to take a step up from 2020. Now, If you're an outsider looking in on Minnesota football, seeing that team that ended up falling off the cliff a bit after the 2019 season, it makes sense being at five and a half wins on that team and kind of thinking, well, what Minnesota are we going to see? I think the people inside that know this team, though, know that Minnesota is going to be better this year. And that even when it wasn't so great last year, Minnesota flirted around with 500 with a couple of those games. So five and a half wins was an easy, easy over bet for everybody. Seven wins, I think, is where the Gopher fans have a more uncomfortable time trying to figure out what to pick and where I think the public starts to think seven wins might be a little bit too much for the Gophers. So even for the optimistic Gopher fans, I think seven wins is getting into the right area where you want to be. But I was surprised to see that jump up that much. And I don't know if that's telling us anything about just where Vegas has seen the money go on that line or also just where they think they're evaluating the Gophers after being able to take a closer look maybe than they did after releasing that first one. Either way, Vegas thinks Minnesota is going to do better. So I think that's always good news because Vegas usually knows what it's talking about. We'll talk, of course, more about stuff that I think we know a little bit about tomorrow. More Minnesota basketball transfers will break down Jacob Purcell to finish up the week. And coming up next week, we've got more Minnesota recruits out on the football field. Another one lined up for an interview that we'll have for you again next week. We'll tell you more about it tomorrow to wrap up our week here on Locked On Golden Gophers. And of course, you can get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Until tomorrow, row the boat, Sky Uma, go Gophers.